0: Two, waffling in wonderland series 2 episode 1 yeah <laughs> and we are so excited to be back um we are uh, like usual going to have mindful minutes crystal of the week and wonderfully random yep yep but series 2 we're going to have a lot of different guests that will really help to inspire you bring you joy yep. and hopefully give you insights into how you can adapt mm-hmm. and transform with everything that's going on right now. To start off our first episode, talking about permaculture and Mother Nature mm-hmm. and Mother Earth and what we can do to be more sustainable. So, yeah.
1: Sophie, who's our guest? Hello. Now, Hello. this is Mike. Hi. <laughs> 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 now, me and Mike go back actually a good few years now. It's about ten years, Mike. It's almost you, a decade. Can you believe it is that? Not far can off you a believe decade? that? But yeah, so I met Mike back in um, in London when I was at music school, and I actually remember the first time uh, I met Mike. I actually got up and sang at one of his very famous bandyokies, which true. is really good. Yeah. Really, It's really cool concept. It's amazing concept.
2: Bandioki is a karaoke, but for every member of the band. So if there's a drummer that wants to play the drums on one song but doesn't have anybody else that wants to play, they could just jump up and get on with it with the house yeah. band. It was great. It was really good fun. Not
1: just about the singers. Yeah, it was really it was awesome. good. Everybody got up. Yeah. yeah. We did the same degree.
2: We did the same degree.
1: Oh, oh yeah. How you know each yes. other. Nice. But, but you were uh, a year above me, weren't you, Mike? You were uh, a year above.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, well. Sorry!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was. And then this, this, like, I just heard a legend of uh, of a crazy, talented lady who come up from Devonshire, and uh, it was a, literally yeah. one-two. She got up on the bandioki mic, and it was just like, oh!
3: Someone came <laughs> to play. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and kicked it out of the park. It was amazing. Very good night.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. But saying just, that, though, he's being very complimentary of me. But Mike is definitely, like, how can I explain it? Like, Tom Jones meets Patti LaBelle. Oh. That is Mike. Two is he. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that. Isn't it good? I'll take that. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, "That's totally what he's like. He's got that soul deepness of Tom Jones, and the kind of funky little little moves, you know." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's got this insane range, like Patty La So that's um, the best way I can yes. describe him. Well, before we even started, he gave me a bit
0: of that taster of his deep <laughs> So I'm like,
3: oh yeah. What? <laughs> It's good. We fun. love I it. Don't. We
1: love it. Sicky's <laughs> losing her mind. Ah, no everyone on the podcast like, well this is new. Exactly. <gasps> this is what it's all about, everyone. <sighs> We're going to have lots of great people coming on. And um today is all about Mike. Hi. So Mike. Oh hello. Oh. Tell us a bit about who you are. Where are you from?
2: Well, I am from South Wales, a little place called Aserdmanach. In South Wales, which is three valleys over from Pontypridd, which is where Tom Jones is from. Fantastic. (laughs) Second to none, I tell you. Wonderfully random, I tell you. Fantastic, right? And all of my parents, well, both of my parents are still there. And my brother's still there. And uh, 2009, I moved to London to go to music school, which is where I met. Sof. Yep. And then in 2015, I came out to Mallorca for the very first time as part of the advance crew for Love Island when it came back to the telly. And I stayed. And I'm still here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I stayed. On.
0: Yeah. Hang on a sec. You were part of Love Island? Like, you were on Love Island? No, 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 no. With
2: this face, with this face, they would let you beautiful. The door. No, I was part of the crew. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was oh, part of the, the crew. crew. Yeah, I came okay. out as we okay. were, came out as the advanced site crew. So we basically turned uh, um oh. like arid olive grove. So we literally moved the olive trees on the back of lorries with diggers and stuff, and we set up a wow. set up like a two hundred and fifty capacity uh backstage, literally. And renovated the villa wow. entirely. Brought in our own power supply generators. Brought in our own base the hospital. I've got
0: so many questions, and I'm oh, like, then, girl. well, how did you get from music to working on Love Island? Is it still sound engineering, or were you building stuff? I it was building. Like you were moving. I was
2: building stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was more through logistics because I was living in London. And I was singing as much as I could and all of the gigs that were around. Basically, from zero, I've been in theatres and around workshops because mm. my parents run a, ran an uh, amateur dramatic society when I was a kid. Mm. So mm. we were either in a theatre or we were building stuff to move back into the theatre and blah, blah, blah. And my mum was the stage manager and my dad was the director. Uh, so I've always been around the kind of like, you know, this is what this light is. This is how you plug this in. This is what this power supply does. This is how you fit this door in this situation. Blah, 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 blah. Always been like, yeah, a, yeah. it's broken. Fix it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it needs to yeah, be done yeah, like, yeah. immediately. So like, get on with it. You know, uh, I started working for a crew company, which is the guys that do local crews for big events like loading into Wembley Stadium, loading the Brit Brit Awards, Lady Gaga, yeah. all of these guys uh, Madonna wow. I was standing backstage at the Brit Awards when Madonna was <laughs> off with the cape I was literally <laughs> yeah. behind, I was behind the screen at the back waiting to go on and brush the brush oh, the stage oh! Oh how an, uh, how an <laughs> ambience can change in like yeah <sniffs> just like yeah, cuz we're yeah, not yeah. looking at the screen wow. you know and the air just went cold it was insane it was insane and then i got in with this guy who was the uh, basically one of the senior directors for the logistics side of the um of music in general and moving mm. stuff around and the biggest stuff is television and then he <gasps> got the gig for being the site manager for Love Island, which is filmed in, was filmed uh-huh. in Mallorca, still is filmed in Mallorca, it's on the other side.
1: Yeah, 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 of course yeah, it is, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, yeah, and then I came out here and I was getting further and further into the production, like, you know, you keep going down this, you're going to stop singing, you're going to stop performing. Yeah. That's all going to wrap up mm-hmm. because it's literally like, it's, you know, 30 odd hours... Shifts at a time yeah it's not yes. a
1: normal yeah not a normal you know, nine to five is it no way
2: I don't think I've ever had a normal nine to five but you know what I mean like <laughs> uh, look, I've never oh, had a to that. cheers <laughs> ne- you know, yes. never been in the rat race I've done
1: my best yeah yeah, totally. yeah
0: exactly yeah never been in the rat race yeah no. but I don't think any of us fitted into a nine to five no. actually did I do I kind of did but anyway I did like <laughs> I just want to join the club I did like I was two months of it, but
2: then you're a part like, nope. of it
1: now hun yeah 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 <laughs> Exactly. But
2: yeah, then wow, came out to Mallorca I'm and uh, came out to Mallorca, met a guy who's now my husband and he Aww. was working in hotels singing. Mm-hmm. Like what exactly what Sophie did until wow. it all closed down. Yeah, <laughs> pandemic, I mean? pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah, as we were driving back from the first gig we did, we had uh, the week after Completely Full. Like, our agent just rang, was just like, So, I don't know what you guys did, but it went really well and you're booked. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. And then after that, it just literally changed up to like, we were doing at full, full tilt, we were doing like 280 shows a year. It was insane.
1: What? Oh, yeah. They were what? fully booked. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What
0: I'm, what I'm getting from this is that you're resilient and you were able to, what you call, pivot. <laughs> or like transition into different like jobs really easily and just flowed into it. Right. And it sounds like you didn't really have a plan, which is what I'm like. I don't really plan for yeah. stuff and you're like, okay, this feels right. I'm gonna go down that route. Mm-hmm. Would you say that was Oh totally? What what happened with yeah. you?
2: If I'd have if I'd have looked at myself in twenty fourteen, I moved here in twenty fifteen and if I'd have looked at myself in twenty fourteen and said, Oh yeah, in two years time you're gonna be fluent in another language half fluent in another in a, in a second language as in like Spanish because there's Mallorcan which is the like the actual language of oh, which is yeah, similar, yeah. similar to Catalonian but it's different dialect yeah um, mm-hmm. uh, and you're going to be living in Spain I'd <laughs> be like yeah, no I'm not going anywhere I live in London what are you talking about I'm amazing yeah yeah yeah, right, yeah. Right. and <laughs> just you know life's what happens when you make plans
1: wow <laughs> true exactly yeah
0: Yeah. i mean that's incredible like honestly because i know Sophie and i waffle on about this all the time but you can't plan but you plan stuff but they never go to what you planned but yeah you you seem pretty content your kitchen looks glorious Ah. like absolutely and mike was just telling me that he did it all himself and i'm like of course you did now it all makes sense sense. (laughs) um i mean but now 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 you're focusing on something else
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so let's get into that okay. because i i'm fascinated okay. so you met your husband yes. you're you're rocking it in the hotels making music yeah <laughs> doing your deep bass Getting all the locals in, getting all the other hotels nicking all their customers as well because oh. you're so good. <laughs> is that what was happening? Lots of swapping about.
2: Like the terraces on love the other it. side were just been like.
0: Do, 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 Ooh, do, do.
2: Who is they like, Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What made you then go? Okay, I want to get into. Farming. Oh,
2: into, yeah. Into well, it was literally the gig stopped. Everything closed. Yeah. Everything closed overnight, and I was just like. Mm-hmm. Up on it, fail eh, is gonna look, is gonna get ugly. This stuff, you know, it's you know, wow. I reckon, I reckon that's gonna get nasty, nasty. And they were like, nah, whatever, you know, we're a hot rock in the middle of a warm sea, nothing's gonna go wrong, but yeah, what are you talking about, you know? And
1: uh, <laughs> well, we had a conversation, didn't we? Yeah. We had a chat about it, we because obviously we both do the same job just in different parts of the world, yeah, and we were saying, like well, what do you think it's going to be like this? And do you think we're going to work? We had, I remember it was like proper step by step. We were like, oh no, I think we will. And then it turned very quickly to, no, I don't think just we are, we're sharp. nothing. Shut. Yeah.
2: Nothing. And it was like, we are the most unessential workers there are, literally. Mm-hmm. You know, and the world turned to us and was just like, oh yeah. So, you know, yeah. like you're like... X number of grand degree that you've spent and the decades of your life that you've spent refining your art and your instrument and all this sort of stuff. (laughs) Not worth anything. Stay at home, love. I was like, oh, oh. House, car, dogs, life. Ugh. We need Mm. to... There's something that needs to go on. So Mm. I... Well, luckily... I'd always helped my mum in her allotment because we had several allotments when I was growing up, when I was a kid, and uh, which is like a little small holding kind of thing, yeah? Our house installed internet when I moved to London, right? So we didn't, basically, (laughs) we had dial-up and maybe just about, that's it, you know what I mean? It was like, ooh.
3: Wow. Uh, And it was literally like,
2: what are you doing here? Put your boots on, go, in the, go to the woods. Go to the woods, go to the garden, go out, be active. I don't want yes. to see you in the house. Get out. Come back when it's dark, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? But my mum was also the kind <laughs> of person who was just like, right, this is a pen knife. It's sharp. That means it'll cut you, right? And I'm talking like, you know, <laughs> eight, nine years old, you know? <laughs> You know, this is sharp. Be careful, right? <laughs> don't, I don't mean to make it scary for you, but I want you to be able to respect it, you know? And yeah. I want you to be able to go into mm. my shed, which is her workshop shed. I want to be able to be confident if I find you in my shed alone, you know? Right. Because there's right. wall, literally walls Ooh. of chisels, which are extremely mm. sharp. There's knives all over here. There's, you know everything is like you drop that on your foot is you're gonna know about it right
1: yeah
2: and but it's good she's
1: teaching you def- she's teaching definitely. you so that's amazing
2: definitely but um mm. uh so i'd always been like kind of received all the information via osmosis is that what i say it should be like <laughs> yeah. it was never like so what are you doing here? Like, why are you pulling them, you know? No, 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 no. It was literally just right, be right, there, right. see her, see how she's doing it and all this sort of stuff. And I said, right, well, yeah. uh, plants keep growing whether there's a pandemic or there's no pandemic.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: that hedge is going to need a trim around where my in-laws live over the bay from the main city. It's a really pretty place. Soph knows it. Um, I do. Yeah. lovely. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh I just went round the neighbour's <laughs> house and was just like Hi. So uh I can you know I can defend myself with a hedge trimmer and I know my well, know my way around the lawn cutting. Can will you pay me to do it, please? Thank you. <laughs> you know, Literally, literally. And then
1: you can do it and I can do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
2: then that snowballed on wow. into uh me. <laughs> through a couple of friends of friends of getting known about like he's actually not that you know he's not that bad at what what he does like he hasn't nothing's died you
1: know what I mean and nor has he or anybody else he's working
2: for yeah nobody nobody that owns a house has has shown up with a machete in their head yet you know what I mean like (laughs) (laughs) And luckily, then I got into <laughs> the situation which I'm in now, which is where I look after um, several different farms, uh, with mainly with fruit trees. So we're mm. talking oranges, lemons, uh, persimmon trees, uh, wow. quince, carobs. Kumquat. Yeah. Um, Kumquat. mainly oh, mainly
1: kumquot. mainly
2: carobs carob trees. More than anything, which what's is what's a
1: carob tree a... for just somebody that doesn't know? Okay,
2: <laughs> it kind of looks like a runner bean, kind of looks oh, like a runner right. bean. They're about probably about that long, mainly. And yeah, yeah, they're completely black, or well, they're kind of like a yes. really deep brown, and they've got, got yeah. little tiny seeds inside of them, and they grow got, on yeah. seeds and taste like chocolate. Yes,
1: they're an alternative to chocolate, Absolutely. aren't they? And Why did I not know this before?
2: <laughs> and last year... What have year... I been doing,
1: guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. And curiously, last year, there was a big, huge boom in the market, um, in, carob, in the ca- international carob market, because uh, we are running out of um, cacao. We are running out of chocolate.
3: Oh! Ooh. So all these big guys... Ooh, wow. Yeah, because...
2: You know we're so dependent mm. on such small, very narrow genetic strains of like yeah. this type of banana, this type of cacao, this yeah. type of uh, potato, this type of blah blah blah. When and then if they get susceptible, if they get attacked by uh, anything, whoop, gone. Bye bye. You know.
0: Yeah. But it, it, but it's also these big corporations and companies, not gonna name them, um, have a specific potato for their fries yep. and they they completely change the environments like palm oil yeah. to plant these potatoes yeah. that aren't native to the country, mm. like all over the world, because there's a specific potato and it and, and it ruins the environment. Don't get me started on that and um, big ag and yeah and it's what you're saying that can happen as well Mm -hmm. and it's just like
2: it's not sustainable it's not sustainable it is not sustainable in any way shape or form you know yeah (sighs) but the trouble is is that humankind and i am talking everybody because we are every single one of us is is as uh you know, eating the kiwi in November and then <laughs> looked at the back of it and going from, hmm, that's come from Peru.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Uh Maybe we shouldn't be eating fruit out of season because maybe we shouldn't be flying things around the world and then forcing them with ethyl gas. Yeah. It's the stuff that bananas produce. Of- the stuff that banana- bananas produce. Yeah, You know, you pick the fruit green and then you bring them here. And then... that was something that was something that I know that Soph noticed as well was when I moved to mm. Spain was just like, mm. wow, <laughs> this tomato or this pepper tastes completely different, mainly because it hasn't been in a lorry for three weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I know. Yeah, exactly. It's, it is. it's quite laughable, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But
0: it's also the soil. I mean, the, 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 our soils are depleted in nutrition and minerals and vitamins. So, of course, it's going to taste better because, you know, rich soils so are oh, so going to grow minerals, much yeah. more tasty and healthier uh, fruits and vegetables. Oh, definitely,
3: yeah.
0: I'm no expert here. I'm no, no expert, but I just know a little bit. I know a little bit but I you can pull this thread and it's like where how far does it go yeah. but that's the and thing that the right I thread. genuinely
2: think that people need to pull the thread and find out where their food's coming from
1: Suki's <laughs> excited. you know
2: and just go hang on maybe i need i as the consumer need to vote with my feet if there is a greengrocer on the corner i'm <laughs> going to go there mm. instead of going to the supermarket Name whichever one you want. Insert here, yeah. right? Instead <laughs> of going in there and supporting this, like mm-hmm. you know, prolonged desertification. Because if one farm goes, like, oh my god, this is incredible. Have you seen the amount of money that we're getting from just doing this one crop? Bo, 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 bo. Fantastic, yeah. brilliant, yeah. And fifty years time, what's going to happen, boys and girls mm. and people who have yet to yeah. decide? What's going to happen? <laughs>
0: yeah you know but it's also our gut health because if we're training to eat just one variety yeah we need a variety of of, like a variety of of different like because potatoes are rich in vitamin Mm -hmm. c and the best way to to cook a potato is to bake it because it it doesn't to fish it doesn't deplete its vitamin c which is antioxidant so the best way to keep it is a baked potato but you want Diff, um, roasting them, but you yeah. you want a variety of different things because you want a variety for the bacteria in your gut, yeah. and you don't want your body getting used to one thing. Uh, yeah. and they all have slightly different, you know, genetics and slightly different minerals and all that stuff. Yeah. So, if you're constantly eating the same thing, your body's going to get used to it, and it, that will affect your immune system as well. 100%. You need a variety of food, mm. and and. Uh, Different uh, species, in order to improve, like maintain health within the body. Because at, mm-hmm. at the end of
2: it, we are literally mm-hmm. a a <laughs> colony of organisms. You know, our yeah. gut flora is billions, tiny little things going
0: strains. Like, <laughs> 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 but, they, but they relate to to our uh, mood yeah you know 100%. You've got, yeah. Yeah, a gut brain they they help us to release serotonin which is a happy mm-hmm. hormone you know mm-hmm. so
2: i love that thing about yeah. there being a collection of neurons in the base of the spine which controls digestion which is you yes. know when they say a gut feeling it's true yeah. Yeah, it's true
1: ah uh, i like that yeah
2: yeah it could be, it is like far along enough to the, they are, you know, it's basically a, a secondary brain. It's not a second brain, yes. but it is a secondary, like, there's enough neurons there to be, for it to be considered a, an auto, an autocratic system, as it were. Like, it looks after itself. It's got nothing to do with yeah. this one up here. You
1: know. <laughs> there you go, folks.
2: Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> so with all of this that you've been like learning to do, now you've kind of switched lanes because, you know, they're two very different things, being a musician and then working with gardens, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Would you say that there's is there any similarities between those two? Or <laughs> has it been just a completely separate thing that actually you've ended up loving just as much?
2: Do you know what? Like, I've always, I've always tried to maintain this idea of catharsis was mm. one of my favourite words, catharsisism, where it's, mm. uh, good you, word. you know, you can literally finish the day and you can turn around and you can look at something that has mm. changed because you have been there. You know, <laughs> that is now there because I was there. Now, with singing, that's mm-hmm. usually uh, a bar that's completely full of people and they're all smiling and they're all in a good mood. And it's just like. Yeah. I had a go. I had a bit of that. You know, yeah. or it's a or it's a really clean garden and when I say clean I mean not necessarily I don't pick leaves up, I don't rake leaves up because they're really important for the soil structure. So, you know, oh, we don't yeah, like maintain they call it the
1: bed, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: The 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 under like the undercroft <laughs> of all of the, the the trees is really important. And mm. uh when you see when you're in an orange grove and it's in full flower. There's an orange plant, but there. There, over my shoulder. Oh, yeah. There's oh, a heck. little sprig of orange, but there. And the whole house. There's only maybe 25 flowers, but the whole house smells like orange blossom. It's insane. Wow. But if you imagine that, but on oh, a tree wow. that's like 80, I think some of them, the oldest ones we've got are like 75 years old, these trees. And they're enormous. And just the amount of production, the amount of oranges, and it's literally like edible. The air, you can, <laughs> you can bite chunks off it. It's incredible. And <laughs> at this right now, this time of the year, the whole place is just like, mmm. and you're like, what's yeah. that? And then you look in a little bit, and there's just like hives and hives and hives of bees all over the place, and it's just I like. Love it. p- p- honey yes yeah. yes but it, are is, lovely. it is a beautiful These sound yeah. if anybody's got any sort of garden or any sort of land i implore you to put a little tiny hive mm. in the corner of it because your production will triple oh, i know like you will yeah. go through the roof with regards to your I stuff know. and we are losing them we are losing them because big ag I, I is some, um... forcing them out it is killing them and it's yeah. if they go we go Serious, peeps. Serious. Oh, sorry to bring a n- yeah. no like you know the cows have nothing to eat and yeah. if we do, you know cuz people just say yeah but we just eat the meat. Like yeah but if there is nothing for the meat to eat we stop. <laughs> you know? <what laughs> I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, it's a whole
0: chain reaction. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right. thank you Mike. Mm. Thank
2: it's, you. Uh,
0: that's that's powerful. Mm. And you know my garden's a right mess at the moment. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I somehow brought an avocado to life in the first lockdown yeah I've got an avocado tree in my Wind. kitchen we we'll have to put a photo like, well, in I here must have green fingers yeah yeah and then so it's it's thriving yeah. out of fear in the pandemic i've grown something beautiful mm-hmm. that's how i see it and i've bought some like friendly bee meadow mix that i'm gonna put yes. in my garden yes. and uh, i want more bees and butterflies definitely. to come and I know in London they have like beehives, don't they? Yep. And it's really interesting because there's such a variety of different plants in London in such a small mm. space because they only go a certain mileage. They don't only know? travel a like certain distance from their thing?
2: hive. I, I can't remember yeah. what is, but I know it's like they are local to where they are. But yeah. in
0: London, yeah. like the, the honey that's produced in London is a lot darker in colour than most honey found oh, wow. anywhere else. And that's to huh. do with the... Concentration of plants in a small area. Oh, I definitely. I freaking love them so much. And, yeah, they're lovely.
2: Like so. I, I, the thing, just to pick up. I know you didn't. I know you didn't say it in any way, shape, or form. But you know, a, a messy garden, right? A messy garden isn't as is, is for aesthetically messy for us. But that yeah. is mm. really good, <laughs> really yes. good because it means that the the best thing that we can do is. Get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave yeah. it to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm,
0: what I you mean, know, we don't need... What like- I mean by a messy garden is that I've got peanut shells all over my garden because I because I have this rogue squirrel that comes in my garden every day and it digs up my plant pots and stores nuts in there. And I caught him the other day on Friday. I was washing my hands after seeing a client looking out the window and there's this like squirrel with a peanut in its mouth. I'm like, where are you getting these peanuts? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it brings in, it brings in all sorts of things, not just bees, but like squirrels. And I've got peanut shells all over the place. And I've got like, uh takeaway containers that have blown into my garden because all the neighbors feed the cats so we've got some really fat cats on our street and all <laughs> the containers end up in my garden so that's what i mean by a messy fair context. enough right okay fair <laughs> enough. but i don't have any plants i don't have enough plants so you'll
2: be you'll be right off if you get a just a nice little meadow mix And what will do well will grow, and what will not do well won't grow, and that's completely fine. And just let it be you know, you don't a garden that you don't have to help grow is a healthy garden, you know, because if if you have to grow exactly, yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's like uh, you see people, um, for example, the people who are living in Los Angeles, but it's (laughs) not the place to maintain a green. English lawn no you're in the middle of a desert mm-hmm. yeah what are you mm. doing mm. cacti peeps and that's cacti. <laughs> you know? yeah they're yes. really pretty and they're really really good yes. and you can eat some of them I'm not you need to be very careful which ones you eat Could they kill you but they are really <laughs> really, really good they're awesome and succulents and stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're saying about not only what we eat that's in season, but also the gardens that we have and the plants that we have should be kept keeping with the um, the climate that we're in as well. Yeah,
2: well, there's you know there's
0: keeping it local. Yeah, Mm.
2: definitely, definitely. I don't know whether you guys have ever heard, but we had this thing where the Victorians brought over this plant called Japanese knotweed to the UK. Yeah, it's like like looks like a bamboo, but it's red. And it's like yeah. a hollow thing, yeah? The only way to get it out is with fire, literally, right? Or you have to dig the whole topsoil up. And if even the tiniest bit of root is left in there, it'll come straight back again. It's really well in Japan and it contains itself and it grows where it needs to grow and it doesn't grow where it doesn't want to grow, right? But it came right. to the UK and they were like, isn't this lovely really and pretty? Let's just put this over here. Chunk. Whoomph, just wildfire everywhere, everywhere, and it invaded uh, farmland. It invaded arable land. It invaded woodlands. It invaded brooks. It invaded every That's everything. Mad. It was insane. Invasive species. Invasive species. Because right, the thing right. is, it's like
0: it can mess with your building as oh, well. Oh yeah, 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 it? yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <sighs> thing is, is you know you can kind of go retroactively and go, oh, they shouldn't have done that. Oh, they shouldn't have, you know. Oh, the Victorians right. did this. Now, nah, really difficult. Yeah. No, stop, <laughs> stop the world. I want to get off. <laughs> Moving on, peeps. What the hell can we do to get through this? Because if we do not do anything, done for. Bye bye. <laughs> Literally. Do bad That's the
0: attitude with everything. Literally, yeah. That is the attitude with everything, and that's the attitude how you've got where you are mm. now,
2: mm.
0: and how you're you're content and you're totally. You know, you're still jolly and oh yeah. You're
2: well you're, if if you don't yeah. laugh, you cry. You know, you look out the you look out the window and you just go. Exactly. I you know. Oh. When when people yeah. realize when I really want like the general public to realize that. Nobody has any idea what's going on, and when people start stop fooling themselves at just being like, "Don't worry about it. We can get on with it tomorrow." No, that's what it is. Five minutes ago, it was too late. It was too late. Thirty-five years ago,
1: they want to believe that they got it. Like I've been there. I've been like that before. Been like, "Oh no, I've got I've got my stuff together. I know where I need to go. I know where I need to be." And as soon as I kind of took the foot off the gas. I just started to enjoy the process, the journey more. Because it's also that's what life's about, is just yeah. to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know it's just to enjoy what's around you and then that links in with what we're talking about now. Because if you're enjoying what's outside and what's at your disposal right now, then you're gonna look after it.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Do you know what I
1: mean? So it all it's a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yet it all starts with just all of us humans being content with what God has given us, and it's yep. bloody nuts.
2: <laughs> you know, and I do kind of think that, you know, maybe kids should know that tomatoes don't come from the supermarket. You know?
1: Isn't that mad? They
2: come from Isn't that mad? our plant. I, just a little caveat as well. Um, uh, in 2015, once I came back from Mallorca, literally the day before I was going to jump back in the van and drive back down to come and do the rip down of everything, I had a, yeah. my house caught fire. Yeah. And like lost everything. And it was just like, oh, okay, so I don't have anything. I had a a coat. That was it. Yeah, it was insane. And yeah, don't charge your phones on your beds, peeps. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and uh, the photos were nobody, crazy Luckily, nobody was hurt in any way, shape, or form. So yes, it was all exactly. Good. Ev- yeah, exactly. And everybody got Jeez. out and all this sort of stuff. So that was yeah. how I was just like, because, you know, by the age of 25, I've always been a bit of a collector of, you know,
1: ah, yeah. And like, yeah it's just a
2: little thing. Ah, and now it's just like, the he's, house one like us, you know? <laughs> he's one <laughs> oh, of us, Suki. You know, one of us. Oh, suits. my word. <laughs> oh, my word. And like, ooh fuel for the fire never true words like literally woke up and the whole my bed was on fire my hair was on fire and like just the duvet was on fire and I was just like oh I need to get out of here and in the time that I ran from my bedroom to the kitchen to try and fill up a pasta pot to deal with the fire that was in my room by the time I did that I turned around came back out into the hallway and like a, a 15 foot flame just went warmth over the top, straight up the landing, took the roof with it, blew the skylight yeah. out, showered glass down the stairs, which was the only way out of the house. And it was just yeah. like, oh, get out. <laughs> so yeah, we got, we got out of there and because I literally didn't have any like material objects, I just went like, ah, huh, it's kind of time to try, try a new thing. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we tried a new thing, and I moved to Mallorca.
1: Moved out to Mallorca, yeah. Yeah. So it's weird, isn't it, how that kind of worked like that, though, how something really tragic and quite, you know, shocking for people to go through and losing everything, but then finding this great silver lining by being able to pick up and move somewhere and start your life again.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't wish it on anybody. Don't wish no. it on
1: anybody. I'm absolute I'm still processing everything you just
2: because
0: <laughs> obviously this is the first time of hearing it and I'm like uh, uh-huh. You're yeah, incredible.
1: No, I have
2: yeah. to just
0: say you are incredible. No, we're all
2: incredible. Yeah. We're all incredible. Yeah, Everybody no, but is.
0: you're an inspiration and you're saying you know, you're you're like, Okay, well, how can I get on with it yeah. and how w- what's next we'll keep me, spinning you
2: know? we'll keep spinning and you can stick your head down and not do anything about it or you can actually just go tomorrow's going to be tomorrow yeah. and beyonce's got the same amount of hours in the day as you have so you know
3: <laughs> great
0: jet. Great jet. <laughs> like, there's
2: no excuses people <laughs> but
0: <laughs> Would you say I mean it's absolutely tragic and obviously, you know, you're saying you just trauma. Yeah, but the thing is like it wasn't tragic.
2: It. Sorry, it wasn't tragic because it was just things. And I got my relationship down yeah. with yeah. like this yeah. all of this, right? It's a bit harrowing to think about it, but all of this can literally go. Like that. Mm, yeah. Gone.
0: You're not attached it to it. It was
2: literally yes. forty-five seconds from me sleeping. To be outside with fire brigade on the way, and the win the windows didn't smash; they melted. It was that hot, right? Oh it just gosh. went forty five. Wow. Th- it was maybe a minute. Wow. So you know, we can have things in wow. our lives that we're just like, oh, I really like this. I'm going to have it forever, and it's love it, and it's really cool. And I still do have things like that. Like I still got those things. Yeah. It's just yeah. like you can lose it. You can lose it at any point. I don't wish it on anybody, but you know it can go. So you need to, you know, need to realise what is actually important in life.
0: Well, it started a rebirth and like yeah. when you're using fire for your, for your, mm.
2: uh,
0: for your job, you, it's like a rebirth. I mean, again, fire is, it's needing to burn the old and fertilise the new things Definitely. that are coming mm-hmm. along because that's what Definitely. it is. And that's what you do on Dartmoor and Devon as well. They they burn the heather yep. You yeah. see these, like, like miles yeah. of, like, black-charred plants. Yeah. But it's a good thing because it starts to, the gro- regrowth of new new things. And that's literally what happened in your life. You completely changed your it literally life. literally did. And then the pandemic, and then you changed it again. So you're looking after other people's land, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you get the, the kumquats and the quinces? Well, this is
2: the thing. And things yeah, like that? Yeah, because they just had...
0: I thought you were just in tea I didn't realise. No, 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 no. no. The, the main no well. the main
2: thing the main thing is fruit trees is the main mm. is the main oh, harvest Okay. Yeah.
0: well I don't know where I got that yeah. from so well no, no cuz
2: that's what <laughs> I want to do that's what I would no, love to do that's one of the go end into. goal. yeah that's one of the oh. end goals with the with the with the allotment uh, yeah uh, uh, uh-huh.
0: mm. okay so uh,
1: okay yeah. so we're nearly okay. on it yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we've tiptoed a little <laughs> bit into your end goal with what you want to do with this has there been like with this progression is there has there been like any difficulties you've had or that you're still trying to figure out to be able to get to that point
2: point? one day in the future there will be <laughs> you know uh, a manor house that's converted into a uh, self-sustaining hotel that will only be maintained by the land
1: yes! that it's
2: on, and <laughs> you know, a sustainable source of uh, entertainment and you know, a a nice place that that is the 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 long-term goal. But right now, you've got to reap what you sow, and there's literally been no other point in my life where that has not been more of the tip like that is the antithesis genuinely (laughs) like if you you can't rush this stuff like oranges take their time to grow you can't count on them until you've picked them and you need Mm. to take your time and Mm. everything takes its time and I suppose Mm. I I think one of the biggest things that I had to get all over was I was a night person like I was up until like five o'clock in the morning (laughs) I was up until like Five, six o'clock in the morning, I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is life for me. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. no, no, no. I have to be specifically here because if you get your body clock into the idea of waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, now at midday, mm-hmm. it's already like 40 degrees here. So you mm-hmm. need to be there at six if you want to get anything done. Yeah. You know, otherwise you literally fry. Treat, treat it with respect, everything. You know, mm-hmm. and if you're talking about respecting things, go to Japan, it will change your life.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike, yeah, <laughs> it will change your on life. The, yeah, on their honeymoon, they went to Japan, and it was like you can't sharp about it. <laughs> no,
2: <I> literally, literally,
1: <laughs> he loves it.
2: Literally, yeah.
0: I mean, is that a what are you drinking from there, Mike? I'm, What's your?
2: I'm drinking your from cup a little green tea, today. I'm drinking green tea from a little green tea cup. That was in, uh, I haven't translated because it's from, it is from Japan, but I got it from uh, a friend's grandmother's house. (laughs) But I'm drinking this.
1: Ideal, ideal. I'm drinking this. That looks delicious.
2: Yeah, and this is, I got it in Tokyo and it is Mm. uh, the gold medal winning green tea of japan and it's is what the emperor drinks of japan and uh, we went and we saw how they they manage the land how they pick how they treat it there's just such a reverence for the natural exactly. environment there it's unbelievable like so is that I where your even...
1: inspiration yeah. came from then i think so yeah wow. i
2: genuinely do think so where it was just like wow so we don't have to control everything we just have to ask it nicely to do the things we want it to do and i'm talking about pruning trees i'm talking about uh, being with insects yeah if there's a big nasty hornet just rolling across if i don't go up and annoy it or try and spray it with something it's not going to kill me it's not going to try and bite me it's not you know
1: i got you guys share this story mike speaking of respecting things (laughs) didn't you um uh, didn't something happen to you when you were doing something with um one of your clients' trees, and um, oh, yeah. something fell on you? Do you yeah. want to share that with the people?
2: Well, <laughs> we have we have an invasionary species here that's called the pine processionary, <laughs> and they are caterpillars, right? And they're probably about this long when they're fully grown, and they're covered in these hairs. They're really pretty little things. They look crazy, right? They're just, like, wiggling along, doing their thing. And they're called processionaries because they form, like, uh, queues of mm. metres and metres and metres of these things. And they just... And they go along. Um, That's but... so
1: weird as a visual. I'm like... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Slip, 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 I love it. trouble is the hairs are... They are incredibly venomous. They grow in these bags, right? They start off like this, little tiny, when they're laid. And they go like this big. And then they go up and they go up to maybe like about the size of my head. And there are maybe 500 (laughs) to 1,000 in each bag, right? I've got these secateurs that go up to like five metres long, right? And they are for pruning trees. And I was like, right. so, So I put on... Triple layer protection for the fibers because they are sharp, so they go through clothes, yeah. right? So I put on triple layer protection. I had a mask on, I had a helmet, I had a visor, I had ear protection on, I had gloves, tape around the gloves, tucked into my trousers. All this, so the tucked into my trousers is important. Tucked into my trousers and then the boots. <laughs> Remember
1: that for later, yeah, for everyone. <laughs> and then
2: the boots, all this sort of stuff, and blah, blah, blah. And I was looking at the bag and I was standing on top of a roof and I, thack, and it cut and the bag went in the direction that I wanted it to go which was that way, away from me. What I didn't see is the secateurs has actually cut the bottom of a, like a piñata of death, right? And had cut the bottom of this bag unbeknownst to me that was above the other one that I was cut in. And as I pulled the bottom one away, it just went, and literally 500 of them just went like, all over me. And I was like, ah. right, I can't run away because I'm on the roof. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Yeah, exactly. I can't yeah. run Who away because roof? I'm on
2: top of a roof. Uh, okay, right, fine. So what do I do? Drop the secateurs off the building. And I start brushing with gloves like this. And I'm pulling handfuls out of here. Blast. Blast. Like this, right? So my neck starts to go like... Ah, and I'm like... no no control to control it. I'm trying to control it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're on a ladder or you're on a roof. And I'm like, okay, get down. Right. I'm on the floor. Everything comes off. Everything comes off. <laughs> all, this, all this sort of stuff. And in doing that, <laughs> right, I pull the jacket off, the outer layer off. I go, right, okay, fine, no problem. They're all gone. Perfect, no problem. Win. Collect them all up, put them in a bag, finish the job, and stick them in the bin. Because they're literally a biohazard. Like, you have to put them in plastic. You can't just release them into the wild because you get thousands of them. They have to, yeah. like, you know, and they kill the trees. That's the problem. They don't just yeah. kill, the, they don't just kill unbe- unbeknownst people. They, they kill the trees they're on, right? And there's nothing more dangerous than a standing dead tree. Anyway, um, yeah. I then go along and I'm cleaning the pool. And I'm cleaning the pool like this. Blah, blah, blah. Right, okay, fine. Finish up, wrap up. Oh, I've got a really itchy back though. Really itchy back. And I put my hand on my back and I had about 15 of them crawling up my back. Because unbeknownst to me, I'd untucked Sick. my, tra- untucked my uh, jacket and I've got a secateurs... A uh, bag, like a leather pouch, on my hip at the back, which had filled with caterpillars, and then my T-shirt had gone outside of it, like this, and they just going, oh, so we'll climb back up the tree. I, I just, just went, like, <laughs> just went, <slap>. yeah. <laughs> and then, then it just went next level. I was like, whoop, whoop, boosh, straight in the pool.
1: Absolutely mad, isn't it? <laughs> Thing is, what's Whoa. even crazier is we had scheduled to have like a video chat to catch yeah. up, and that had just happened just that happened. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like really like red and patchy, and I was like, mate, are you sure like we don't have to do this chat? Like, you <laughs> can yeah. go and sort yourself out. Yeah. And he was like, oh no, I'm okay now, but it's like, yeah, it's this. Yeah. And I was just like, this is mad. So that's yeah. another reason why I thought he'd be a great addition to our season two. <laughs> <laughs>
2: season two.
1: Because he's got some stories. <laughs>
2: Oh, Sookie's just
1: frozen. I've I, just I, noticed Sookie's not moving.
0: <laughs> so, what? And then what? And then what? I would have freaked yeah. out. Absolutely. Wow. I didn't even know these creatures existed. Not a lot of people yeah. do,
2: but the problem is, is not a lot of people do and a lot of British people come here and the amount of photographs that I've seen of people just being like, look at these little caterpillars, is not they pretty? They get oh, annoyed. My going in there because <laughs> they literally go like and they yeah, you know they have self-defense wow, mechanisms wow.
0: and they're like Gary <laughs> oh, there you are with your growing of your your fruits oh, and I your hope. vegetables and yes. then your tea and you'll be curing everybody on the island with your <laughs> exactly staff, your I need a crystal for Honestly.
2: it Well, is it the mindful minute where yeah, know, the, yeah, yeah the mindful minute where it's just like now I'd just like you to take a minute where you could sit down, lie down if you can. And I'm like, I'm with you. (laughs) And I've got earbuds in under here and I've got ear and protection on. And I'm like, Suk, I'm really sorry, but I can't sit down or lie down right now because I'm literally up a pine tree. Like, (laughs) Um...
1: (laughs) but he is listening now. That's the thing. He is listening.
3: Definitely
0: future of my mindful minutes i'll be like now mike put that chainsaw <laughs> down it's dangerous we don't want to be meditating while you've got no generally it, it, does
2: help you concentrate generally does help you concentrate yeah
0: i think there, there's a lot of us that want to do our bit but we don't know where to start or just start it can be really daunting just start but just start,
2: yeah. just, start. just start and it, it literally can just be if you have an garden if you have an outdoor space, mm. instead of a lawn, put native, mm. native flowers. Mm. I'm not saying go and get, mm. you know, mm. wherever. Go to your garden centre and ask yeah. what does well. And they will give... Mm. Most garden centres will have a little pack of seeds that will be native mm. meadow flowers. Mm. And you will right. literally change the health and the well-being of your immediate, immediate surroundings. That's you know. amazing. And... You know, if, if even, even if it's just a window box, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: exactly.
2: Having, you know, exactly. having a mojito from your own mint is a different yeah. experience. Oh, it is. You know what I mean? Oh, it
1: is. <laughs> it's left. Laugh. <What's laughs> well, I suppose now everybody's been very patiently waiting because we did say at the end of last season, as uh, Suki very kindly offered a bit of a competition giveaway for you all back at home. Mm -hmm. And that was a distance crystal healing, wasn't it, Suki? And as promised, today we're going to announce it. So I'd like to hand it over to you, my dear.
0: Hello, everybody. So in my singing bowl here, I have lots of names. So I'm going to, and I want to say thank you so much for taking part.
1: Yes, thank you, everybody.
0: Who is the the winner? Okay, Sophie. Oh Mike, Mike, tell me how. Tell me when to stop. I'm just gonna. Stop. Oh, I like your cup.
1: Not bad. Oh. <laughs> she dropped it on That's the floor, everybody. That this is the one. Out oh, here we go. Yuli. Yuli, no way. Oh, congratulations, Yuli. We'll be sending you a DM very soon. Yeah, he's in. I'll be in touch very, very
0: soon. Yeah, well done. And well done, everybody else, for
1: giving it a go. Well
0: done, everybody. Thanks for taking part. And thanks for all the shares and the likes and the follows. We really appreciate it. But hopefully we'll be doing more of that in the the future.
3: Yeah.
1: So there'll be more more chances
0: for you to win a Distance Crystal Healing.
1: Anyway, so (laughs) Yuli, I'll be in touch soon. We love it. We love it all. Right. So shall we get into our Wonderfully Random now, Suks? Wonderfully Random. Wonderfully Random. (laughs) Yes, I like it. (laughs) So today, because we're kind of taking a little bit more of uh, a deep conversation with the environment and growing your own food and what it's like, the ups and the downs with all of that, which... Mike has very kindly (laughs) mentioned a few stories (laughs) of the highs and lows of doing that. So we actually thought, well, we'll keep it on theme. And I found this guy called um, Rob Greenfield, and he had this incredible video on YouTube where he pretty much made a garden his supermarket for like a whole year. So he grew and foraged 100% of his food for an entire year. And that meant he didn't go out to supermarkets, he didn't go to restaurants, bars, and nothing that was processed and nothing that was packaged from far away, he did not have. So we all watched it, we all sent it to each other because we thought it would be really good to have a proper discussion about it because he does talk about really interesting points of him being a newcomer to it, which we know that some people at home might be really interested in like what Mike's been talking about and how you get more into it. He talks about that, all the kind of highs and lows with that, that he went through. And then this guy also said about how he was able to do this garden was because of the community he had, had like made from people, which is incredible. They all had this. What's the word? I'm going to say it wrong. Permaculturist.
2: Permaculture.
1: There we go, thank you. (laughs)
2: Permaculturalists.
1: One of them, so. (laughs) One of them. So apparently this place in Orlando is like booming with it. And like, yeah, and there are actually loads of them, loads of the people on the same kind of area, uh, turning their lawns from being a front garden to an actual like forest garden, which is incredible. Mm -hmm and basically kind of goes into more details of the kind of stuff he grows and I think he said something wasn't something like a hundred different foods and forged 200 different foods from nature didn't he say something like that
2: something it was uh, I can't remember the number exactly but it was in it was in the hundreds where he was just like I have hundreds of different possibilities of what I can eat with this these little bits of gardens that were literally just there doing nothing being a monoculture which is just one thing just yeah. being grass and now they are just you know blooming vibrant life mm-hmm. places They are they are alive whereas alive you know, in a but monoculture a very, it's just yeah
0: did a very similar thing to what you did mike he went around <laughs> the neighborhood <laughs> and said i'll do your garden for you and uh, he actually one of the communities that were into permaculture he said well if I live in the back garden I set up a little cabin then I'll look after your garden and I'll get you like f- food so he would forage as well and um, I mean he did choose to li- live in Florida which is like yeah. the the climate there is really a little good bit for growing things.
1: Yeah. But, tropical.
0: <laughs> but it, but yeah. they came together as a community and that's yeah. that's what it's about. It's not just thinking of yourself, it's actually thinking of mother earth and also your community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the health, and he he did say he suffered with getting like fats because we need fats for our health and, and yeah, enough it was protein. The protein, yeah. But yeah. Um, I can't believe he did that for a year. I mean, he was, and that that video also, like, it's fifteen minutes, and he just purely just explains. He doesn't waffle. <laughs> I know. he just nails it and goes this is what I <laughs> yeah. did this is what I did this is what I did and it's yeah. like wow and yeah, 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 he even yeah. got like honey for a sweet tooth oh, and yeah. he got an alternative to caffeine like yeah he yeah. made
2: like, tea yeah 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 he
1: made tea people yeah. but yeah. the
2: medicines
1: yes this is the better I want The yeah. based yeah.
2: medicines where it was yes. just like no paracetamol yes. none of the white boxes undescript blister packaged <laughs> tested on animals horrible stuff yeah None of that, We're just going to deal with what we can be. And mm. when you put, when, well, I think one of his biggest realising, one of the biggest things that I got from it was just like, actually, if you uh, are directly responsible with, from it being a seed, to being a plant, to being yeah. food, to being prepared, to being consumed by you, or by the people that you cho- that choose to consume it, Mm. that's where you can that is the definition of a zero kilometre or a zero mile food you know that's the definition of it right there and you know uh, with his he just generally one of the biggest things that I took away from it was he was just like I feel so much better
3: Mm.
2: not just because Mm. I have the moral high ground of going like I da it's not about that (laughs) You know, I, which yeah. he did. He did do it. Like yeah. I'm not taking it away from it, but what it, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I took away from it was the just like, oh, uh. like if you put good things in you,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you get good things out.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: The biggest things that he also did talk about was the amount of production that's possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and what is one of the things that I'm finding as well? Like, just a second. This is literally one arm reach. Arm reach. those are peppers from last year and those are chilies from last year and that's a jam that was made by the the wife of the guy that owns the properties but the thing is is like these are things that like we have oranges for this amount of time in the year if you want to eat an orange for the rest of the year you've got to do that
1: that's a resource. That's the yeah. way
2: that you get out of flying things and forcing yes, things. Yes. Is mm. the, the, the idea of preserving stuff and making fruit leathers and making fruit roll-ups—they're mm. not hard to make. Like I yep. got a dehydrator on uh, on a popular mm-hmm. internet-based web site. <laughs> 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 I got you know it was oh, it was not very it was not it was relatively inexpensive. But again, coming back to the buy cheap, buy twice, you know. Yeah. yeah. When we have an overproduction of something, you stick it in the dehydrator. I made paprika the other day. You know, it's just like we've got loads got of red peppers.
1: Paprika.
2: You know, we've got loads of red peppers. They're gonna rot. Nobody else really wants them. Because you know, like it's always the thing of like, well, who can I do this for? Who, yeah. who else? Who else wants this? And you go into Facebook, and you find millions of people that are literally just down the road that want that want all this stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, exactly. You know, the wow. communities
2: are there; they're everywhere. Gardeners that's what's so amazing,
1: everywhere. Suki. You mentioned about the honey; like that's amazing, and that you made honey wine out of it and things. Yeah. And there's things that you can share. That's what was so amazing about it. And I'm actually genuinely going to try this one. Is the sea salt? I'm genuinely yeah. going to yes. try and do that. I've got the. Sea. It's right there. It's like right there, people. And I is she? Have you done it? Yeah. Shut up.
0: <laughs> what? I need oh to my get on God. this. That's man. dehydrated seawater. Sea yeah.
2: Well, it's not dehydrated. It, well, it's, it's dried. Well, but you see, it's still evaporated a little bit wet.
1: Dehydrated yeah, yes. Dehydrated.
2: Yeah, but the thing we is, this just <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's literally just picked out of the rock pools in the middle of the summer because the sun does it all for you. So you just go to the oh, yeah, slightly higher okay. tides.
3: Wait for, the, okay. wait for the
2: waves to go over. And then, and then what you have to do, though, is you have to take it home, get a baking tray, and put all your new big, because they're huge, like big salt flakes like this, and it's just like, ooh, ooh salty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you <know? laughs>
2: but, it, you know, it's got a genuine, like, ooh, that's, this is what the minerals of where I am taste like. This is yeah. not being stuck... This is not a Himalayan sea salt, you know what I mean? The Himalayan rock salt, well, right?
0: I do want to add I've learnt recently, or well, Sophie and I have learnt recently, that Himalayan, Himalayan salt is, has traces of heavy metals in it. So even though it has like 84 trace minerals in there, it actually, yeah. So yeah. there we go. <laughs> but, yeah, what you've got to do
2: with the salt, you have to bring it home, stick it in a tray, re dissolve it in water, right? Re dissolve it in water, and you literally have to wash the salt. Like, you, uh... you wash it, you dissolve it again, and you change the water, and you dissolve it again, you change the water, dissolve it again. Yeah, that'd and make then more you let sense. it evaporate, and then you can take it out, and then you can right. use it, and then it's safe, sterilized for food.
1: Right? Yeah. There you go, everyone.
2: Get but out there, and make UV- your own salt. definitely but like uv light from the sun is a genuine sterilizer like you know uv light kills yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, i do and uh, yeah i heard about that as well no No, it's amazing
2: but actually going back to
1: something that mike said to do with um having enough food like i did it really piqued my interest So i'd really like to discuss this with you too. what you guys have to say about it because i found it really interesting when he talked about pesticides that he didn't use them right Mm -hmm and but then obviously that did then lead to having problems with pests he then said but I didn't mind that because then the pests were only focusing on like one or two of them which which left plenty enough for me what it made me think about was oh my goodness the supermarkets and those million dollar companies see those pests as just losing product that they can sell so Even though, so that means that technically we could have fruits and vegetables without pesticides. It's just the big companies want to make more money.
0: Also, the natural world—it's poison to
1: animals
0: Mm. and to the plants. Mm. Then they're killing off like a part of the ecosystem. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, no, they're, they're not just killing off a part of. They're killing off the entire ecosystem there we go because the, the problem is, is you, you <laughs> say you... it
0: how it is mike say <laughs> it how it is
2: because you go to the like i don't know whether you've ever been to a big agricultural uh, in uh, like they're industrial farming mm. level things right and uh when you have a monoculture like for example in the uk one of the biggest crops is sugar beet granulated white sugar mm-hmm. right uh, yeah. That's like we're talking um, Suff- uh, Norfolk, Suffolk. All basically all of that area is sugar beet, right? Mm. And mm. in order to maintain those things, because they grow in the ground, you know, and they are incredibly rich sources of glycer, you know, sugar.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. very
2: sweet. It's very woo. You know, all the worms are just like ah, you know.
3: Yeah, so yeah, they yeah.
2: spray it within an inch of its life. You know they give it just, just enough for the plant to be able to survive. Everything else, nothing.
1: Yes, yeah, nothing crazy.
2: whatsoever. But the trouble is, is if there's no insects, there's no birds. If there's no mm. birds, mm. there's mice. Mm. So what do they do? Right. So we'll uh, put down uh, rat poison, which then the rabbits eat, and that takes that side of it out. And then if there's mm. nothing for the, if the rabbits die out. If the rats die out, if the mice die out. Da, 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 yeah, da, yeah, you know? yeah. It's
1: just boom, boom, Yeah, but boom. the
2: thing is, is because it's just sugar.
1: Mm.
2: Because you don't see the farms, you know. And yeah. I'm not even talking about the scales of farms that they've got in, in Australia and America where you're literally talking about one farm is like a county of the UK. <laughs> you yeah. know. Having said that, there is now an initiative in the UK where they are... Recom- recompensating uh, farmers to maintain uh, wild uh, at least, I think it's mm, thirty percent wild land on their wow. on their farms where they oh, like wow. you know wild pasture wild you because know, they're realizing that things are dying and things are not coming back and why yeah. are the far- why are the harvests getting worse and worse and it's like right okay mm-hmm. well, you're doing everything
3: yeah. you're
2: doing ev- and now you're having to ship bees in you're gonna have literally mm-hmm. have to bring in van loads of mm-hmm. bees to, fur- to mm. pollinate your mm-hmm. land whereas mm. you know whereas 10 years ago those bees were still there yeah but
3: because
2: mm-hmm. you've killed everything else yeah. <laughs> everything else is gone you know <laughs> You'd, it's little. literally you know if you took that one plant away you're in a desert mm. yeah mm. you know yeah. not saying that nothing Please. lives in the desert but you know what i mean <laughs> it's not the same we if see? the country's
1: not for it so yeah <clears throat> Supposed to kind of put this to a close of the, the garden chat anyway, because I know we've still got our mindful minutes with Suki to come. Um, yes. for people that are listening to your story and they're resonating with your journey with how you've switched into this, like what would you say to people to, I suppose, just encourage them to step out and try something new?
2: Um, don't be afraid. You can always wash your you can always wash your hands, you know. Yeah. And it is an unbelievable, wow. it is an incredible experience where you can see somewhere being better than when just surviving and thriving than and knowing that you had the tiniest part in it, just making it a little tiny bit better.
1: You mm. know what I mean?
2: Because nobody can change the world in in five minutes, but we can. If you know, that's the thing. Like it's where you just see this, like ah. Oh! Ah oh, god the world's ending. You know, big farms are doing this and isn't that terrible? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but okay, but you know, that that aside, <laughs> you know, if you yeah. just get just a little pack of seeds or maybe don't pull that weed out or you know, mm. maybe have a little bit of a consciousness saying that realizing that everything that's green is giving us oxygen you know everything that's green is playing playing its own part and it is uh you need to play your part and you can either sit inside and worry about what you oh i can't do that i need to i need all these tools i need this i need that to do this and i'm going to get tired and it's cold and it's wet and blah 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 and it's like yeah but you're living in if it's got a roof on it you're in an artificial environment
3: Mm.
2: now don't fool yourself you're in a you're in a plasterboard cage (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean you know go outside get dirty (laughs) go outside get dirty get dirt under your fingernails you know don't worry about the manicure your hair will frazzle and don't worry about it it's not a problem realize that you know you are part of a much much bigger thing and do you know what the best thing that, the best thing that I would say, the, the biggest thing that I would say, is go somewhere very dark at night and look up and just go, whoo. Yeah. That is astonishing. That's one of my, my favourite things. Because so I take my, my dog, I've got three big dogs and uh, we go out for uh, yeah. night, <laughs> night walks. Three yeah. big black dogs and we go out at night for walks. <laughs> right? <laughs> But it's crazy because it's a completely different place.
0: Okay, so we're going to go into Crystal of the Week. I felt intuitively pulled by this beautiful stone. Uh, And now the the conversation that we've been having Mm -hmm. and the the truths and the things that we've unearthed um, and the really poignant stuff that Mike and Sophie and I have touched on it couldn't have been a, a more perfect crystal to pick. Um, so I'm just going to show you guys first. Ooh. It's called oh, that's malachite. malachite.
2: Malachite.
0: Yes. So it's quite a common one. It's mm-hmm. actually toxic. <laughs> so I'm going to show the people on YouTube. <laughs> you can see that.
2: So um, it, people. this is a
0: polished bit. <laughs> Sorry?
2: Don't eat it.
0: Do not eat it. And don't wear it as jewellery.
2: Like oh, really? actually, the skin
0: absorbs, and it's 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 rich in copper, but other toxic minerals in there. Um, oh. And if you were to have jewelry, like a pendant or a necklace, make sure it's backed with, you know, silver or gold or whatever, so that it's not touching your skin. Um, and if you were to use it, you can um, use it on your third eye, your heart, and your solar plexus. And I would put a tissue there whilst it's on your wherever on your skin just mm-hmm. in case That's just in case mad. you fall asleep it's been on there for two hours take
2: it off and you get on a blister like that <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: but um, it's a really yeah. beautiful stone because it will unearth the truth of dis-ease
2: ooh
0: so disease, like physically or dis-ease mentally emotionally spiritually yeah. why you feel you can't move on unearth it because mm. it's an earth energy mm. um mm-hmm. And it will help you, if you put it on your third eye, it will help you to uh, see um, insights that will help to bring the truth out so that you can work with it. And sometimes the truth hurts, right? But if you're getting stuck and things aren't changing, sometimes things need to be brought up to the surface in order for you to realise that this is this is the pattern or this is the thing that we're stuck. And, you know, talking about Mother Nature just now, Hmm. these are truths that we're talking about. And people are in denial of them. And if you're in denial, you get stuck and it's no good for you or anybody. So Malachi is amazing to bring up the truth. Um, Use it on your heart for emotional balance. Um, But it does it in a loving way. It's not like slap you in the face and wake up you know so, so um on your solar plexus it helps with deep emotional wounds so if you're feeling hurt um and it will really help to help you to take responsibility so after you've learned these truths it, it makes you take action and with love and compassion for all things and to help you take responsibility mm-hmm. for yourself and for others That's nice. which is exactly what we were talking about just now
1: um and any
0: anyone who's really like woo woo and meditating and all up in space it will help to bring that back into your physical being so that you are part of the earth and your earth realm um Ah. i just love it so much yeah um and you can also when you have it on your third eye um it they say it can give you insights into the future Ooh. so the future not necessarily <laughs> am i going to win the lottery but the future of uh, like yeah. humanity right or path? whatever and help um. you take action to go i feel i need to change and i need to do this and it will help you with that process of being oh, more like uh, sustainable and loving and connecting so it kind of helps you earth. to
2: be with yourself
0: and helps you to be with yourself So that, you know, I think if we are toxic positivity and we're all like, you know, feeling like we are, um, we've got to be positive all the time. Yeah. Where's the truth behind that? What's the shadow behind that? So that I think a lot of people have found it uncomfortable in lockdown to be with themselves because there's a lot right. of stuff there that they haven't processed. So malachite would actually be a really good friend to to people who can't be on their own because it will bring up stuff in order for them to process it and to be comfortable with themselves. Mm. So there we go. Very
3: cool. Mm. I like yeah, that. Yeah, very nice. One. There we nice. go.
0: So nice. um, when you cleanse it, don't use salt, because salt would um, ruin it. Um, so just smudge it. or And don't put it in water either. There we go. There we go. But you can put it in your pocket. Just make sure there's like material around it. And yeah. So, yes. Yep. This is not something you ingest. Again, this is not something you ingest. And um, <laughs> don't let it touch your skin for too
2: long. So Mike, I am back. back. I'm really sorry for the change of quality. Man's I'm
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> the drama of working ah. with film. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, that was
0: Malachi everybody also, yeah. and now we're going to go into mindful minutes of the meditation and this week, it's very special one um, Mike and Sophie are, have collaborated to create a mindful journey. It's called A Mediterranean Rainstorm. So there mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. So if you want to just put any of your gardening tools down.
2: <laughs> lower the chainsaws
0: don't be driving your car while you're listening to this Yeah, and take a seat if you can or lie down and just let this beautiful experience wash all over you and just witness any thoughts or feelings or bodily sensations and mm. you're more than welcome to let us know in our Facebook group Waffling in Wonderland or by commenting below on YouTube
1: um, But yeah. Obviously, it's very new to do something like this for you guys. So we really hope that you like it.
2: It's a soundscape. Yeah, it's
1: a soundscape. So we had lots of fun doing it. So oh, yeah. just really hope you enjoy it, everybody.
0: So get yourself a blankie, lie down, sit down and enjoy. <clears throat> hm mm. to my voice bring yourself back into your physical body and when you're ready just open your eyes get a sense of your fingers and your
1: toes give them a wiggle and we're back we're
2: back back.
1: how did you like it everybody i'm dying to know
2: (laughs) and the birds at the end were real by the Yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah, there's lots of wonderfulness in that. Thank you ever so much, Mike, for doing this with us. And wonderful to talk with you about your journey with the music, then coming into this with something else you really love with gardening. And I wish you all the best for your aspirations for getting your tea farm. So
2: (laughs) it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the very best. And hopefully, one day we'll be able to do this in the same room as each other. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Mike it's been an absolute joy to have you as our guest and I have learned so much Um, I'm sure all of our listeners have too
1: Mm. and we will definitely have you back we love you keep well Wafflers thank you you so much and remember if you are watching on YouTube to obviously hit the subscribe button and give us a big thumbs up and like our video and everybody that's listening to us on the podcast platforms make sure you're subscribing and rating us we want those stars keep them coming we're season two now we ain't messing up about <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, lots of love to you all and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.